0: Hi, right, welcome to the Way Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over D-filters. It's been a while since I've dedicated a whole podcast on the D-filter itself. So I'm going to go over a lot of aspects for you, especially if you're thinking about installing a D-filter or if you have one, if you just bought a house and it has a D-filter. I hope this will be a good prep for you so you have a good idea of what you're facing or what a D-filter actually is. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So a DE D-filter is just a short or an abbreviated term for diatomaceous earth filter. Diatomaceous earth is a mineral that's used Coat the grids themselves inside the filter, and DE is just a short way of calling or referring to diatomaceous earth. And so the DE filters have just had their name shortened to DE over time. Now, back in the day when I first started, DE filters were just about everywhere, or sand filters, it was a combination of both, and there were no cartridge filters, so to speak. It's hard to believe, but in 1988. There were just no cartridge filters on the market in any kind of, you know, big way here in California. At least here in California, they weren't popular. And we just had diatomaceous earth and sand filters on our pool routes. And it's something that over time you just got used to. Now, the D-filters that I'm familiar with that you may not be familiar with. And sometimes a group member will post it and there'll be this silver tank next to another silver tank D-filter. And they're like, what is this tank here next to the D filter? And that's a separation tank. So way back in the day, someone thought it would be a great idea to make. It's kind of like a diatomaceous earth diaper, basically. So inside the separation tank is is a cloth bag. And when you backwash the filter, the diatomaceous earth would be trapped in this bag. Now, the concept makes a lot of sense. I mean, you don't want to be backwashing all the DE all over the place. You want to contain it somehow, and this containment thing, the the separation tank, was fairly well, worked fairly well, except it was really messy to clean, so it didn't really eliminate the mess of it, and a lot of times they would start leaking or the, the lid wouldn't go on right. It just wasn't a great way to solve the problem of the diatomaceous earth. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because the key here is that diatomaceous earth filters are messy. So that's the key you have to know. So if you're thinking about getting a diatomaceous earth filter put in, there is some mess involved. Now, it's not like you're going to get diatomaceous earth all over the place, but diatomaceous earth is something, it's a fine powder. And when you're cleaning the filter, you'll notice that, you know, once you clean the filter and you've hosed off the area, you may notice some powder the next day. Then you hose that off. And then the next day, you'll notice more powder, and you hose that off again. So it's a big thing where it builds up over time, especially if you're hosing it off into a planter or into a driveway over time. You're going to have areas where you're going to have DE build up everywhere. Even when you have a P-trap and the DE is going out into the drain, that will get eventually compacted with diatomaceous earth, and that won't work any longer. I can't tell you how many accounts I've taken over where they had a dedicated backwash line, and it just got clogged up and doesn't, didn't work effectively. Now, plumbers sometimes can get it cleared, but the diatomaceous earth over time will just compact itself. Though there are some drawbacks with this particular filter type because of the element or mineral that it uses to trap the dirt. Now, DU filters are the most effective filtration on the market because they filter down to about 3 microns, which is really, really small. And the reason why they do this, or how it does this, is that the cloth grids are coated with the diatomaceous earth, and the dirt going through there is trapped on there. Now, by the way, there, there are other materials you can use inside the DE filter that are effective. I think the most effective DE substitute would be Paralyte. It's a very similar material, but it's more plant-based, and it's not quite as toxic, and it's not quite as... Problematic, is clogging things up because it's much more uh, spongy. I guess that would be the word. I wouldn't say it's more. It's more powdery initially, but there's like a sponge-like texture to perlite, so it doesn't have the kind of dirt or earth-like texture of diatomaceous earth, and that that does make a difference as far as clogging things up or getting really, you know, you know, making the planters like solid cement over time. If you clean your filter in one area all the time. So keep that in mind that there are alternatives. Now I mentioned toxicity because diatomaceous earth is classified as, or DE is classified as a industry industry carcinogen, which means that if you breathe in a lot of this, it's going to cause eventual lung damage over time. In some countries in the world, it's considered a carcinogen, just straight across the board. But here in America, it's considered an industrial carcinogen, which means that if you do pool service and you, you know, clean filters out for 10 or 15 years and breathe in all this diatomaceous earth without protecting yourself, you could potentially have some lung damage happen with that because there's some silicate in there. So that's the problem. And I think, you know, there are alternatives, of course, there are options to prevent that. You can wear a mask, you can use a Low-dust diatomaceous earth. EP Minerals makes a low-dust one, which I like. Or you can just switch to Paralite, or you can just switch to a different filter entirely. But just know that there is a toxic side to diatomaceous earth. It's not talked about too much in the industry, but it is there and it does exist. And if you're just cautious, you'll be fine. I always wear a mask when I charge a D filter. It's just something that you want to do. And it's something that should be common practice when dealing with any kind of pool chemicals that may have a toxic side to it. So if you're in the market for a filter, would I recommend a D filter for you? It just depends, I think, on a lot of factors. And I think the number one factor would be need-based. Do you need a D filter in your situation? Now, there are certain pools where a D filter is better than a sand filter and better than a cartridge filter. But there aren't too many circumstances where I would say that you would I would go with a D filter over a sand filter or a cartridge filter. I think a lot of times the fact that you have a D filter is you've inherited it when you bought the house, or it was there, you know, previously and, and you just want to go with a D filter currently because it's easier just to cut that one out and put the D filter a new D filter in. And you may like the new quad D filters. Now the quad D filters are based on a a kind of like a cartridge filter now it looks similar to a cartridge filter but the material is still a lot like the grids themselves and quad D filters have some good qualities they're easy to clean because you just pull out the cartridges usually there's four of them in there and you take them out and hose them off they last longer than the grids in most cases and they're a larger square footage And it looks like I'm jumping all over the place here. And I am in a way because there's a lot to talk about with D filters, So it may be a little overwhelming, but just to touch on the square footage, you can't really compare a 60 square foot D filter to a 400 square foot cartridge filter or a 300 pound sand filter because they filter in different ways. And so the square footage is going to be one of those things that kind of throw you off. So basically... If you were to compare a 60 square foot D filter to a 420 square foot cartridge filter, of course the filtration area of the cartridge filter is much larger because the way they calculate it is they go down inside the pleats of the cartridges and if you have a 4 type cartridge quad filter, you're going to have a lot of square footage, which means you're going to have a lot better flow in most cases with a larger cartridge filter than a comparing it to a 60 square foot D filter. But as far as filtration and maintaining the pool and the water quality, a 60 square foot D filter is very much comparable to a 400 square foot cartridge filter as far as the ability of that filter to maintain and keep that pool circulating and clean. It's also comparable to maybe a 300 square 300 square foot, 300 pound sand filter. And so the way you really want to compare these filters is with the flow, with the way they maintain the water quality and not necessarily on the square footage of the filter area. But if you're comparing a hundred square foot quad D filter to a 60 square foot regular D filter, it does give you 40 more square feet of filtration area, which when you're comparing two D filters together is a big jump. It's almost double the square footage if you go to a quad type D filter. And that's why I like the quad D filters because they do give you a lot more square footage when compared to a standard D filter. And don't get me wrong, a lot of the pools on my route have a 48 square foot D filter. They're large pools and there's no problem with the filtration of that size. Usually it's fine, it's not a big deal. It's not, I'm not in an area where I get a lot of dirt in the pool. I'm not in an area where algae is a huge problem. So the water quality with a 48-square-foot DE filter on know 18,000-gallon pool, not a big deal. But I always think that if you are going to go with a DE filter, you want to get the largest one possible, which means that you're going into the quad DE filter category. Now, there are a few drawbacks with the quad DE filter compared to a standard grid type. The main drawback is that the backwashing of the cartridges in the quad DE filter is not as effective. A lot of times there's not even a backwash valve put in. But the standard grid type cartridges, you can backwash, you know, at least two or three times between cleaning them. And this is one advantage where a D-filter, that the D-filter has over the cartridge filter. And that's the ability to backwash it. So if you're in an area where you get a lot of dirt in the pool, like the high desert, or a region where there's a lot of problems with dirt, having the ability to backwash that filter or heavy use if you're in a commercial setting most commercial pools will have either a sand filter or a d filter because backwashing it helps clean it without taking it apart every time and it saves time and energy on your part so backwashing is a key advantage over a cartridge filter and it's also an advantage of the grid type over the quad type cartridge d filter types now backwashing is something that you may find necessary especially with a D filter but it's not a huge drawback in a lot of respects if you compare the cartridge filter filtration size square footage to a D filter and also to a sand filter in some respects so i wouldn't say that backwashing is an advantage that's going to make me say okay get a D filter because you can backwash it in between cleaning because if you have a 420 square foot cartridge filter It's going to be able to hold a lot more dirt than the 48-square-foot or 60-square-foot D-filter. And yes, you have to backwash the D-filter because of the smaller square footage of filtration. It's just a fact you're not going to get the same ability to stretch things out with a cartridge filter. That's, you know, four or five times the square footage of a D-filter. And yes, you have to backwash the D-filter so that you can maintain it and it'll maintain the flow of that pool. So again what I recommend a D filter for you it depends on your needs I would say in most cases you won't need a D filter I mean if you're in an area with a lot of dirt then the cartridge filter should be sufficient to handle most of that dirt load you may have to clean it every 4 months versus every 6 months but with a D filter you're going to be backwashing that pool every month and backwashing the pool does waste water over time The sand filter is probably the biggest user of water because you're backwashing that for two or three minutes and a lot of water is being pumped out and wasted at that point. So if you're in an area where water is a problem and if you're like in the high desert of California where there's, you know, really a lot of restrictions on water or some states where there's water restrictions, a D filter would probably not be the filter I would choose. I would say a cartridge filter would be best. A lot of areas in California and my areas here they won't let you put a D filter in anyway because there's a lot of regulations with diatomaceous earth. Basically, the municipalities, the sewers, don't like diatomaceous earth going into the sewers. So if you're cleaning a D filter out in your front yard and the and the you know the D is being washed down into the drains, the city will more than likely fine you. Here in California, the fines can be as high as ten thousand dollars for getting D into the sewer system mainly because I believe someone had told me, and this may be true, may not be true, but there is a certain amount of diatomaceous earth already in the sewage system, and they want to limit it and keep it balanced, and so they don't want TE being washed in there. That could be true. I'm not sure exactly what it is. I think mainly it's because diatomaceous earth is a a problem, and they don't want it in the sewer system, and that's why they don't allow new builds to put it in. Usually a new build will have to put a cartridge filter in and D filters. Again, the mess factor is something also for builders. They don't want to put an extra line for the backwash, so cartridge filters are just much easier for the builder to install over a D filter. Again, I'm not selling D filters really well in this podcast because I don't think there's a huge need for you to put one in. If you have a D filter and you wanted to cut that out and put a cartridge filter in, I'm all for it. I've done it many a times on my route. The customer has an old 48 square foot D filter or even a 36 square foot because they put tiny little D filters in everywhere in California. I have no problem cutting that out and putting a cartridge filter in. You're going to see number one, an improvement in flow, number two, you're going to see an improvement in the time you're cleaning the filter. D filters take more time to clean, they're messier. And I mentioned at the beginning, you know, when you clean it, there's going to be dust left over you'll be cleaning the leftover DE dust over and over again, maybe for months. I had an account many years ago that was in an equipment room, separated from the pool. It almost was like a commercial account because it had 2D filters and it was a pretty big pool. But over time, in this little equipment room, because it had 2D filters, there was just this buildup of DE on the on the ground that just would not go away. I mean... There was a maintenance person actually at this house that tried to clean the equipment room on occasion, but just never got rid of the DE that was there. And, you know, till this day, I'm sure there's still DE dust on the ground. So it is a problem. And it's something that if you have, you know, a problem with a messy filter like this, you definitely want to go with a cartridge filter and cutting out the DE filter is the way to go. And I'm going to continue this tomorrow with some more talk about DE filters. Otherwise, it may get a little bit monotonous. Too much DE is not a good thing. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find those on my website at swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts that I have recorded there for you. And you'll find something there to listen to. And if you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can find out more about that at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a rest of your week. And God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at GetSkimmer backslash PoolGuy. Again, that's GetSkimmer backslash PoolGuy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.